0: Section number 20 of Hawaiian Legends of Ghosts and Ghost Gods. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Hawaiian Legends of Ghosts and Ghost Gods by William Drake Westervelt. Ki au nini part three Hainakolo had run into the forest her wet pao torn off no clothing left her long hair was her cloak clothing her from head to foot she wandered until cold then dressed herself with leaves as her right senses returned she made warm garments of leaves and ate fruits of the forest when they came to the village they met the people who knew hanakolo she dwelt there until lono kai grew up he and his father looked like twins having great resemblance people told them to Kionini. the boy asked where is my grandfather, Onini, Lame Makani said, I never saw your grandfather. He was very taboo and sacred. He killed his own father, Kuaoio, God of the heavens. I know by my mana, spirit power, that he is with the daughters of Milu. The boy said, I must go and find him i will go in my spirit body leaving this human body you must not forbid the journey O kai the priest said you cannot find him unless you learn what to do before you go those chiefs of milu have many sports and games i tell you these things must be learned before you go into that land if you are able to win against the spirits of that place you can get your grandfather all the chiefs aided the boy to acquire skill in all sports they went to the fields of pao nuana the most skillful teacher of hula taught him to dance the highest chiefs and chiefesses went with him to help taking their retunes. With them lei makani said the knowledge of sports is the means by which you will catch your grandfather now be careful do not be stingy with food give to others and take care of the people they went up in a great company and haina kolo wondered at the beauty of the boy and asked why they were traveling lono kai told them the reason for his journey and desired to see the field of sports nuana the hula teacher sent his assistants to get all kinds of leaves and flowers used in the hula then sent for a black pig to be used as an omen if it ran to lono kai he would become a good dancer if not he would fail the pig went to him the priest offered this prayer laka is living where the forest leaves are trembling the ghost god of dancers above and below from the boundary of the north to the place most southern o laka your altar is covered with leaves the dancing leaves of the ee vine This offering of leaves is the labor of the gods the gods of your family pele and Hiaka. the women living in warm winds come here for the toil and this labor of ours is learning your dance tabu laid down tabu lifted amama ua noa we are through the priest lifted his eyes and the pig was seen lying at the foot of the boy then he commenced teaching the boy the kilu and the first dance they were thirty days learning the dances and the boy learned all those his teacher knew then they went around hawaii studying the dances he was told to go back and get all the new ideas and seek the gods to learn their newest dance for theirs differed from those of his teachers he was to seek this knowledge in dreams lay makani said your teachers have shown you the slow way if that is all you know you will win fame but not victory you must learn from the gods lono kai again went to hamakua with his companions and learned how to play konani the favorite game of Nini. the teacher said i have taught you all i know inside and outside as i would not teach the other young chiefs the boy said to him there is one thing more give offerings to the gods that they may teach us in our dreams newer and better ways so they waited quietly offering sacrifices the priests told him to set apart a pig while he made a prayer if the pig died during the prayer he would not forget anything learned the boy laid his right hand on the pig and began to pray here is a pig an offering to the gods o lono in the underworld lono in the sky o cain who makes not to be broken laws cain in the darkness cain in the hot wind cain of the generations cain of the thunder cain in the whirlwind and the storm here is labor labor of the gods my body is alive for you filled up is the new puli my prayer is for those you hold dear o laka come with knowledge and magic power laka dancing in the moving forest leaves of the mountain ridges and the valleys return and bestow the knowledge of pele and hiaka the guardians of the wind knowing the multitude of the gods of the night knowing o Nui aku in the underworld o people of the night here is the pig the offering come with knowledge magic power and safety amama u noa then the boy lifted his hand and the pig lay silent in death then came thunder shaking the earth and lightning flashing in flames and a storm breaking in red rain mist came and the shadows of the thousands of gods of keonini fell upon the boy the teachers and friends sat in perfect silence for a long time the storm was beating outside and the boy overcome with weariness and wondered at the silence of his friends rainbow colors were about him and the people were awed by their fears and sat still until evening came then the teacher asked the boy if he saw what had been done in the darkness resting over him and if he could explain to them the boy said i do not understand you perhaps my teacher can explain Nuana said I am growing old and have never seen such things above any one learning the dance you have come to me modestly like one of the common people when i should have gone to you and now the gods show your worth and power and their favour then he took a piece of wood from the hula altar which was covered with leaves and flowers and putting it in a cup of awa shook it and looked and said to the boy this is the best i can do for you now the gods will take you in their care then he poured awa into the cups passing them to all the people as he chanted incantations all the company clapping their hands then they drank but the boy's cup was drunk by the ipas of po, gnomes of the night So the company feasted, and the night became calm. Lono Kai that night left his friends with Nuana and journeyed on. He waited some days and then told Leimakani he thought he was ready. He said, Yes, I have heard about your success, but I will see what you can do. We will wait another ten days before you go. Then for two days all the people of Waipio brought their offerings. They built a great manai and feasted. Kani told the people that he had called them together to see the wonderful power in the sports of the boy. So the boy stood up and chanted, O Kuamulamu, Mu, the little people of the clouds of the sky. The alley thronging in crowds from Kua-i-lani, on the shoulders of Mona Liha divided at the waters, divided at the waters of the heavy mist, and the rain coming from the skies, and the storm rushing inland. Broken into mists are the falls of the mountains, mists that bathe the buds of the flowers. Opening the buds below the precipices, arise, O oh beloved one. Kionini heard this chant, even down in Po, while he was sporting with the ipas of Malu. While his spirit body was with his friend Popa Alia, he repeated the same chant, and the ghosts all rejoiced and laughed, and Laka leaped to his side and danced before him they had the same sports as the noted ones on hawaii Lonokai danced in magic power before all the people until the time came for him to go along the path of his visions of the night all omens and signs had been noted and were found to be favorable one of the old priests told the people to make known their thought about the best path for the young chief but they were silent then Moli Lei, an old priest who had the spirit of the unihipiles resting upon him said i know that there will be many troubles cold and fierce winds come over the sea low tides come in the morning the land of Kain, Huna, Moku." Rises in the coral surf, he chanted. Dead is this chief of ours, caught as a bird strikes a fish. The foam of surf waves rises up, smiting and driving below. No sorcerer of the land is there where the coral reef labors and the rock eating hina of the far off sea. The chiefs began to wail but lightning was in the eyes of the boy and his face was filled with anger at this word of the old priest then another priest arose and said o chiefs and people i have seen the path to the underworld and it is not right for this young man to go his body is human and easily captured by the ghosts he might be safe if he could get the body of the one he seeks there are fierce guardians of the path who will make war on whoever comes in the flesh then kali another priest said i know their world i saw the stars this morning and they told me that the path was stopped against this chief by broken coral and the bones of the dead the taboo children of hina are swimming in the sea i will prove the danger by this awa cup if the bubbles of the awa poured in go to the right he can go if to the left he must stay this he did uttering incantations but bubbles covered all the surface then the priest advised the young chief to stay and eat the fat of the land then he, 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 he the great chief, said, We have come to point out a path, if we can, and to make quiet and peaceful that way into Po. He instituted new omens and showed that the young chief would be successful, but he would have many difficulties to overcome. Lono Kai arose and said, The words of these chiefs were twisted i will go after the spirit body of my grandfather as i have sworn to do my word is fast i will go to the land where my grandfather stays the priests who tried to terrify lonokai were his enemies and would oppose his journey and he wanted them killed but Makani would not permit it ku also quieted him with patient words and he ceased from anger and told them he must prepare at once to go Lei makani had a double canoe made ready and selected a number of strong men to accompany the young chief lono kai would not have any of these men but went out early in the morning took a cup of awa to the temple near by and chanted his genealogical melee thunder and lightning and heavy wind and rain attended his visit to the temple he returned to his parents and told them to wait for him thirty days if a mist was over all the land they might wait and watch ten days more and if the mist continued another ten when he would return with thunder and lightning to meet his friends. But if the voices of the sea were strong at Kumukahi, with mist resting on Opialoa and rain on Puokapoli, then he would be dead. He took his feather cloak and wore weapons from his grandparents and a feather helmet and went out he bade his parents farewell took a coconut husk canoe and went down to the sea the waves rose high pounding the face of the coast precipices lame makani ran down to bring lono kai back but according to the proverb he caught the hand of the chiefess who lives in the land of nowhere the boy had disappeared out in the sea lonokai was tossing in the high passing all the islands even to the land nihu there he met the great watchman of kuhilani called honu the turtle he came quietly near the head honu asked where are you going lonokai said you speak as if you alone had the right to the sea you are a humpback turtle you shall become a great round stone then the turtle began to slap its fins on the sea raising waves high as precipices five times forty he struck the sea with mighty force looking for the destruction of the chief as the waves passed over him but lonokai waited until the turtle became tired thinking the chief dead as the waters became calm the chief raised his club and struck the right flapper of the turtle destroying its power then the left fin beat the sea turtle into foam but lonokai waited and broke that fin also then he broke the back of the turtle into little pieces and went on his way soon the ocean grew fierce again huge waves came and whirlwinds he saw something red in the great sea, a kupa of the ocean. The name of this enemy was Ia, a great red turtle, who crawled out and asked where he was going. Lonokai said, What right have you to question me? Have I questioned your right to go on the sea? Ia said, This is not your place. I will kill you. You shall be food for me to eat. When you are dead, I will go and kill the watchman who let you come into this tabu sea of my chief. Who is your chief? asked Lono Kai. Ia replied, Hinakekaki, the calabash for boiling water, the daughter of Pimoi. Now I will kill you ia began to strike the water with his right fin throwing the water up on all sides in mighty waves expecting to overthrow lono kai and his boat when he rested to see the result of this battle his fin was on the surface and the chief struck it and broke it then in another fight when head and fin were lifted to destroy the boat lono kai struck the neck and broke it, so killing his enemy. Now he thought all his troubles were over, and he could go safely on his way. But soon there lay before him a new enemy, floating on the sea, a very long thing, like a long stick. It approached and saw that it was like the fin of a shark but as he came nearer he observed the smooth skin of a long eel lifting its head and looking right at him the eel said oh proud man you are here where you have no business to be i will mix you with my awa and eat you now then he struck at lonokai with his tail and hit his eyes and knocked him down Then thinking lonokai was dead he turned his head to the boat to catch the body but lonokai leaping up on the head of the eel holding his boat with one hand and his club with the other struck the head with the magic club breaking the bones fire came out of the broken head the eel falling into pieces which became islands of fire in the midst of which appeared a very beautiful woman who asked him whence he came and why he told her he was from hawaii and was going to kauiilani and would kill her for he thought she was a moo or dragon woman he said you tried to kill me a woman and now you must stay and become the fire oven of the ocean he asked her name She said to him, This Kupa was Waka, the dragon of the rough head, and I have escaped from his body. I want you now for my husband, and I will accompany you on your journey. Lonokai told her, This would not be right, but when I return, if I come this way, you shall be mine. She said, My ruler will kill me for i have been sent to guard this place lono kai asked who is your ruler Hina Kike. she will kill me you belong to the kuahilo family which is a very strong family therefore we have been watching for you for our chiefess lono kai told her to go to his land and wait for him he would be her husband she must wait there without fault until his return then he went away waka did not know whence this chief came so she went to oahu and landed at laiwaii there she awaited her husband lonokai went on to the land of Koiani where he landed and hid his boat among the vines on the beach he went to the temple where the body of his grandfather lay clean and beautiful in death he could not see any door or break in the body for the escape of the spirit then he struck the earth with his magic war club until a great hole opened he looked down and saw a large house and many people moving around below he knew that the spirit of his grandfather was there he went down and looked about but the people had disappeared the remains of a great feast were there he stood at the door looking in when two men appeared and welcomed him with an aloha and told him he must have come from the land above for there was no man like him in that place they advised him to make his path back into the land from whence he had come for if the king of the underworld saw him he would be killed Kai asked who is your king they told him milu what does he do our king dances for popo alaka and ki Onini. nini lonokai went with the men to see the sports they tried to persuade him not to go but he was very obstinate and asked them to hide him they said if we do this and you are discovered we shall be destroyed he told them the reason of his coming And asked their help and said when he had his grandfather, they could follow him into the upper world. They went to a house which was large and beautiful. They entered and saw the chiefs playing Kilu. After a long time, Lonokai began to make his presence known. Papa Alea was winning, then Kionini chanted. The multitude of those below give greeting to the friends of the inland forest of puna we praise the restfulness of our home the leaves and divine flowers of that place Lonokai chanted the same words as an echo of ki u nini silence fell on the group and Milu cried out who is the disturber of our sport? We must find him and kill him. They began the search, but could not find any one, and at last resumed their games. Po Alicia chanted, I welcome back, my friend, the greatest shadow of Waimea. Where stands the Milo tree in the gentle breeze? And the Ohia tree. You know the place, Ki Onini sang the same chant. Then Lono Kai echoed it very softly and sweetly. All said this last voice was the best. Milu again caused a search to be made, but found nothing. The two men hid Lono Kai by a post of the house. The group returned to the sports. Soon Melu changed the game to Hula Ki Onini stood up to the dance and began his chant. Aloha to our houses without friends. The path goes inland to Papa La Come now and enter outside is the trouble, the storm, and there you meet the cold. The people around were striking the spirit drums. Then Lonokai kai chanted, Established is the honor of Onini. Noteworthy is the name. Lifted up to the high heaven. I am the child of Li maki kani I am Lono from the sunrise place. He-O-He. I have come after thee my father we must return where are you Ki Onini nini could not stand up to dance when he heard the voice of his grandchild for his love overpowered him he looked up and saw the form of the young chief leaping into the place prepared for the hula and standing there before the chief the people rose up in great confusion Lono Kai caught the spirit of Ki Onini, and put it in a coconut shell. He leaped past the ghosts and ran very swiftly out of the house. Some of the people saw him lay hands on Ki Onini, and cried out, "Oh, the husband of our chiefess! Oh, the husband of our chiefess!" he has taken the husband of our chiefess but they did not see lono kai go out the two men who had aided lono kai went out as soon as he leapt into the hula place they hurried along the path towards freedom but lono kai soon overtook them Miyu called to his people to hasten and recapture and kill the one who had stolen Kionini, they saw the two men with lono kai and pursued rapidly but could not overtake them the fugitives were very near the opening to the world above when lono kai saw that the pursuers were almost upon him He whirled his magic war-club and struck the ground, making a great hole into which the spirits fell one over the other. Lono-Kai and the two watchmen went up the cave opening by which he had gone down into the land of Melu. Dawn was breaking as they ran into the temple at Kauai Elani, where the body of Kiunini was lying, Lono Kai pushed the spirit into the hollow of the foot and held the foot fast, shaking it until the spirit had gone to the very ends of the body and life had returned. When Kiunini was fully restored, Lono Kai asked him if he could help restore to their bodies the two spirits who had aided him in escaping ki onini evidently did not remember anything of his life in the underworld for he did not know these ghosts and thought he had been asleep from the time he entered the temple and fell down in weariness lonokai thought they could not find the bodies but ki onini put the ghosts in coconuts and carried them up into the forest to one of his ancestors who knew the bodies from which these ghosts had come thus they were restored and had a long and happy life in their former home onokai told his grandfather they must return to hawaii to meet all the friends for 30 days mist covered hawaii and there was thunder and lightning and earthquakes then Lono Kai said to Kiunini, to-morrow we must go to hawaii we must have the appropriate ceremonies for cleansing and taking food Unini said yes i have been a long time in the adopted land of melu and my eyes are dimmed and my thought is dazed with the dance of the restless spirits of the night we must wait until i have performed all the cleansing ceremonies made offerings and incantations prayers must be said for my return to life then we will go they attended to all the temple rites and the marks of death were washed away the body was cleansed the eyes made clear so strength and joy returned into the body then ke onini said i am ready i see a multitude of birds circling around kalua there is evil toward hawaii they again went into the temple and slept until very early the next morning then they took their coconut husk canoes each holding his own in his hand and went down to the edge Of the sea and stood there, each pointing the nose of his boat towards Waipio. None of the people awoke until they landed. They pulled the boats upon the beach and went to the temple. As they came to the door of the temple, drums beat like rolling thunder. Then the sun arose. The mists all vanished from Hawaii. The people awoke and understood that their chiefs had returned they ran out of their houses shouting and rejoicing Olopana commanded the chiefs and the people to prepare all kinds of sweet food and gifts and things for a very great luau when this was done they feasted sixty days and returned to their homes Makani became the ruler of hawaii lonokaiolohia was honored by his father all of the chiefs in the generation were noted throughout the islands it was said that there was a beautiful chiefess of molokai who wanted to find a young chief of hawaii for her husband so she sent her kahu or guardian and servants to make the journey while she went back to her sleeping place and dreamed of a very fine young chief shining like the sun and surrounded by all the colors of the rainbow then she awoke and found no one but she loved the spirit body which she had seen in her dreams so she arose and went down to the beach and told her guardian to make haste and reach hawaii that day when the kahu heard her call he put forth all his power and uttered the proper incantations he sped through the waters like a skimming bird passed the great precipices near waipio and soon after dawn landed on the beautiful beach the people had not yet come from their homes for the work of the day he went up to the village and came near the house of lemakani a watchman asked where he was from and the purpose of his journey he said i am a stranger from molokai a messenger from my chiefess who seeks a husband of high rank equal to her own she has no one worthy to be her husband the white P.O. chief said, "We have a splendid young chief, but there is no one his equal in rank and beauty. You could not ask for him." Then Le Macani heard the noise and came out and asked about this conversation. His watchman told him that this man was from Molokai. Le Makani asked the man to approach the molokai chief thought that Makani was the handsomest man he had ever seen ki o kai came out of the temple and looked upon the stranger and asked why he had come when he learned that the man sought a husband for his chiefess, he advised him to return lest he should meet death at the hands of the watchman but the man would not go away. After a time, the chiefs of Waipio came before Li Makani. The Molokai chief explained his errand and praised his chiefess, and said that he was willing to be killed and cooked in an oven, if she was not as beautiful and as high rank as he had told them. Lono Kai, at that moment, entered the assembly, and the stranger cried out this man is the husband for my chiefess. her taboo rank is the same as the taboo rank of this fine young chief no others in all the islands are like these two it would be glorious for them to meet lonokai said you return at once and make preparations and i will come in the evening the kahu returned to molokai but the chiefess saw him coming back alone and became very angry her eyes flashing with wrath because he had not brought the young chief with him she screamed out where is the value of your journey if you return without my husband wait a little the guardian said gently until you hear about what i have seen upon hawaii i have found the one you wanted we must get ready to meet your husband for the young chief is coming here this evening when you meet the love of each of you will be great toward the other she ordered all molokai to prepare for a great feast commencing that evening messengers ran swiftly people and chiefs hastened their labors and by evening vast quantities of food had been prepared lonokai took his coconut husk boat and came over the sea like a bird skimming the water as the sun sank and the evening shadows fell the two young people met and delighted in each other's beauty then they were married in the midst of all the people of molokai End of section 20 Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C.